When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily. And I'm Remy and I have a stomach ache. (laughs) Oh God, a post-Super Bowl stomach ache. Post-Super Bowl, uh, too many. Okay, so we did a, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl and eating at the Super Bowl. And we did a TikTok reel uh, where I did pass or smash Super Bowl foods. And I was texting Emily before I was like, What's like a definite smash? And she's like, pigs in a blanket. So all day at the Super Bowl, like, first of all, my friends told us not to bring anything. And then they like tricked us into going shopping with them, grocery shopping. Rude. (laughs) But but fun, because then I could pick everything I wanted. And all that was on the brain was like a million pigs in a blanket. It's so, so important. that's what I got. People underestimate the importance of pigs in a blanket. And I think it's because it's such a simple food. It just gets overlooked. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is my campaign Mm. to not overlook pigs in a blanket anymore because it makes everyone happy. And it's just not a party without them. And it like impresses people. Like everybody immediately was like, did you guys make these? And we were like, absolutely (laughs) not. But the fact that you thought that, so cute. And it looks like effort if you just buy three things that you can dip them in. Totally. Oh, dipping Mm -hmm. sauces are key. I mean, I'm a classic mustard girl, but I will say... I'm a ketchup guy. Ketchup on your Mm P&Bs? Oh, yeah. Very interesting. No, I could see that being good. I could see Russian dressing being good. I'm a big mayo person, which I know grosses Mm. a lot of people out. Yeah, I can't see a mayo on a pig in a blankie. On that topic of people wondered if you made them yourself, last Mm. year, Andy actually did make pigs in a blanket but they were giant and they we literally just got the uh crescent dough and hot dogs and made them ourselves and put like everything seasoning on them Mm. they were incredible but this year we didn't make a single thing and by we i mean he i don't cook where did you go (laughs) um we ordered smash burgers classic we ordered french Mm. fries Mm -hmm. we got buffalo wings Mm-hmm. And I was going to ask good. you this. Do you like you like a buffalo wing? I love a buffalo wing and we didn't have them yesterday. Really? And I don't usually think like, oh, like I need specific foods for Super Bowl. But like it was lacking. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. 
That's okay. I can get them another time. Are you a ranch person or a blue cheese person with your wings? Blue cheese. Same. I And I don't yeah. understand how you could be a ranch person. I mean. I do understand. Like if it's around anything to calm the spice, I'll slather. Mm-hmm. But blue cheese I think is colder. Same. I just think it's far superior like texturally. Um, mm. Well, we did have wings. They were good. What I was really proud of, though, was the soda selection. I think it's so important Ooh. and yet another thing that gets overlooked. So mm. I made sure that there was a variety of sodas. I hosted a small soiree of three people, mm-hmm. including me. Nice. And, um, I asked my friend, bring some soda. And I didn't know what to expect, but she brought exactly what we needed. Dr. Brown's root beer, which I have to mm-hmm. say is the greatest pairing with a cheeseburger. I just think root beer and a cheeseburger Mm. is magical. Like it would probably be my last meal if I was on death row. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And then we had polar orange soda. I don't know if you've ever had the polar brand sodas. They're real And I'm an orange soda connoisseur. You are. Oh yeah. I've literally done blind taste tests. Uh, Crush. I've never had crush. Ooh. I no, I gotta try. I love orange soda. Who loves orange soda? It's Cal and Remy love orange soda and Emily. <laughs> but the polar orange soda is a little bit more like orangina, but sweeter. Mm. It's so pretty less, good. Less orange soda and more like orange fizzy drink. Exactly. It's like it's kind yeah. of like an orange creamsicle melted down. Oh, that is so that's even more different. Yes, it's like very specific, and they don't sell very it very specific. many places. And um, it's like dessert in a glass. It is. I I love it. I mean, I'm a big soda yeah. person. I know that. Like, yeah. Some people think soda is gross. I think it's delicious. I'm like obsessed with Diet Coke. I think we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. I just feel there's like a real cleansing aspect to Diet Coke. Mm, it kind of burns the back of your throat, but like mm-hmm. it hurts so good. Yeah, I love it. It hurts so good. Yeah. Um, and then we had Canada Dry ginger ale. I'm a Canada Dry purist when it comes to okay. ginger ale. I just think okay. it's the, it, the flavor is the best. Um, and then we had Funfetti cake. I have to say that was the best thing. I love. Mm-hmm. It's just never a bad time to have a Funfetti cake. But that's what kind of did me in. I got a really bad stomach ache because I ate mm. like half of this Funfetti cake. So I have a question. Was yours a potluck? Nah, I mean, it was it a potluck. Like I said, there were three people. So I asked one friend to bring soda and she ended up bringing the Funfetti cake, which was like an added bonus. It wasn't really a potluck, but, but I have been to Super Bowl potlucks before. Right. My, I was talking to my mom and she was like, oh, I'm having a potluck. Like, are you having a potluck? And I was like, aren't all Super Bowls like kind of a potluck? Like, I feel like people like the people who are hosting get like the basics or whatever. But then like other people like bring their own stuff. And uh, somebody brought chocolate covered strawberries to ours mm. um, because her parents had sent them for Valentine's Day. And that was like the most exciting, like sweet treat because I like they were the freshest strawberries. Like you had to eat them over the sink. They were so juicy. Ooh. Yeah. Yum. So nice. I, I love a chocolate covered strawberry. I'm like more of a sweets person than a savory person. So honestly, if mm-hmm. it was all cookies and candy and cake, I would have been happy. But um, mm. the last thing that we got, and this is 
it might be controversial. Okay. We got a half a dozen donuts from Dunkin' Donuts and Dunkin' Donuts is definitely not the best quality donut. It's definitely like, you know, kind of a Fisher Price donut, but sure. But they were doing a um, promotion yesterday, $3 for six donuts. That's great. Great. Also, this included the filled kind. (laughs) So we had Boston creams. We had strawberry filled. We had Mm -hmm. a brownie batter one. It's like a a seasonal flavor. And then we had the classics. We had strawberry frosted with sprinkles. We had vanilla frosted. We had glazed. Um... And I really enjoyed that. But yeah, I did have a stomach Did ache. you have one or did you eat a bit of many? I I probably had like half a donut. Like I had half mm. a donut and then half of a Funfetti cake. Mm. See, this is the thing with mochi donuts. And I think we've spoken about this before, that if you get a bunch of flavors of mochi donuts, they come in links. So I always split it up for everyone. I'm like, okay, you get three of this one, three of this one, three of this one. I thought about like, doing and don't that. touch my balls. because Don't <laughs> you mine. dare touch my balls. Oh, my God. OK, speaking of that, I just quick detour. I noticed yeah. yesterday. Oh, and by the way, guys, we're not really going to talk about football because we're just not football girlies. Like, it's just not mm. really our bag. Um, I'm glad everyone had fun. On the football. Do you have thoughts on the football? Um, so I like fell asleep after halftime because I had eaten so many mini hot dogs and chocolate covered strawberries. Fair. And I went into like my our friends have this like bedroom that like we sleep in a fair amount if ben and i are like there late night like we'll stay there and i was saying to ben i was like i have a tummy ache like what do i do like should i go home and he's like no just like go lie down and like watch some tiktoks i like passed out so after the second half i know a lot happened in the second half i did not see it <sighs> yeah i mean we're in mourning over here um we were rooting for the eagles this is an eagles household mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and there was a really bad call that was made in the second half that that's what I heard. Yeah. And, and listen, like, I I honestly don't even really want to go there. And I saw Roger Goodell, you know, Mm -hmm. this guy was celebrating with one of the members of the winning team in such a way that it was like, he wanted them to win, you know, that maybe it was like the call wasn't so chill. (gasps) Wait, is there a conspiracy here? Yeah, there's one. I on don't Twitter. like that. I do, oh, wow, I don't like that. Um, listen, being a Phillies, uh, a Philadelphia fan is like a mm-hmm. big part of it is just getting really acquainted with disappointment. And this is like a common thing that everybody knows. I got so many DMs from people saying, like, yeah, this is what it is to be a Philadelphia fan. Like, you're just, you're always. But you guys, you won like Four years ago or something. Yeah, but that was the first time in a very long time. And apparently that was insane. Like, I mean, the city got destroyed. Is yeah, it okay like, now? I-, I can't even imagine. How do they respond when, when things go poorly? <laughs> right. I mean, so maybe it's actually a good thing. Yeah. Everyone just like Charlie Brown walked home. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. we're not uh, we're not hanging off any telephone poles and flipping any cars tonight. Eating poop. Eating poop. Eating poop. There was a guy that ate horse manure when the Eagles won last time. Ew, okay, I didn't know that that? and I didn't need to know that. Okay, sorry. Okay, but what I was going to say is the (laughs) the biggest thing football-related that resonated with me 
is how many football mm-hmm. phrases there are that are deeply sexual. And I, I made oh, a little wait, call. What? <laughs> what? There's, it's so sexual. Like the whole game, the entire game, it felt like every other word. I was like, that's what she said. Listen, okay. I, I made a short list. Okay. Tight end. Sure. Getting sacked. Yeah. Well, that's like fire. A pile too. up. Mm. That, that might be a stretch. Mm-hmm, a pile mm-hmm. up. Getting it off in time. They're always talking about getting it off in time. Uh Uh-huh. A slobber knocker. Now, this is when a ball hits someone in the face and it like hits them so hard that slobber comes out. But we all know what it sounds like. Yeah. Gert, gert. A bump and run. Ooh. Hot. An eligible receiver. Whoa. And my personal favorite, safety. Because... Safety is very important. important. It's important. Mm-hmm. So that's like really what I was clued into is just how erotic this game is. It's so funny that you say this because my friend was like, okay, so notice the camera work. Like it's all very sexual. Like it's all butts and it's all people like tackling each other or whatever. And I was like, oh no, but that's part of it is butts and tackling. No, like they really like zoom in on the butts. Yeah, they want you to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's to give the ladies a little something, you know, <laughs> or it's like the closeted people or, you know, it's, it's for everyone. I think it's a very, it, c- it can be for everyone. Football, of course. It's like <laughs> modern day um, Coliseum stuff. Yeah. You know, totally, like totally. gladiators, you know, and there was homoeroticism then and there is now. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of homoeroticism in sports generally, I think. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I, I I like it. And I also think, you know, like the tightness of the uniforms, there is a certain aspect to it that's like, yeah, these are professional athletes and their bodies are kind of works of art. And they're very, you know, mm. every aspect of their bodies are functional. And depending on what position you play, you might be leaner, you might be bigger, or you might you know, be more muscular, like in the legs or in the arms. Like there's body on- positivity in football. Yeah, lots of body positivity. And everybody wears the spandex. Nobody says that spandex are a privilege. We love yeah, that. Spandex is a right on the football. It's a field. right. It's not in the a NFL. <laughs> Actually, I played a um, a ballet dance. No, oh, no, sorry. A football player that was a secret ballet dancer in my sixth grade play. And wow. I never, yeah. <laughs> Your Troy Bolton. My Troy Bolton moment. <laughs> um, I literally, I'll have to sing you some songs from that play eventually. It was written by like my friend's oh my mom. She was an icon. Anyway, um, I never felt hotter than when I was in my football outfit. Really? I love Got these that. Big shoulder pads and your tight pants. Who wrote the play? Like she was, she was like the drama teacher at our school, but she was also like my best friend's mom. And like she was wildly talented. Um, January Axelrod, shout out. She wrote like all that of the is plays quite a name. and directed them. Yeah, she was really cool. Oh my God. That when I hear a name like that, I'm like, that person was destined for stardom. Truly. It's like Blake Lively. It's like, who the fuck has that name? You know? <laughs> Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime 
always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life, so it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Okay, I think we need to talk about the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. (laughs) 
Um, yes. Yeah. And that is the iconic Rihanna performance that we all had the privilege mm-hmm. of watching. Now, that's a privilege mm. right there. Oh, by the way, do you pronounce it Rihanna or Rihanna? Rihanna, the way it's intended, I believe. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Rihanna. Is it? And okay. I, yesterday on my Instagram story, I said Rihanna and I got a few DMs. It's like, why are you, why do you pronounce it that way? Mm-hmm. I thought that's how it's pronounced. No, I need someone to verify. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Rihanna. I've seen her interview with Diane Sawyer like yeah. 50 times. Yeah. And I'm pretty certain. But that who she said it? Diane it Rihanna. or Rihanna? Was it Diane or Rihanna? Robin? <laughs> I always forget it's not even her real, it's not even yeah. her first name. I, I need somebody to advise, but I might go back and forth because I, until yesterday, I totally thought her name was Rihanna. And no, I'm gonna feel you're really making stupid me if have Rhiannon stuck in my head from Fleetwood Mac just by saying it this way. Oh, that's an issue. They're very different. <laughs> no, we want to focus at the performance at hand. What did you think? Did you enjoy? Did I enjoy? I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. And, um, I think it's kind of a shame that the performance doesn't really stand alone because it got like bogged down by all of these pregnancy suspicions, that's rumors. Part of it. Eventually it was, well, what do you mean? Okay. I, I just mean the performance itself was kind of like shaded by the fact that everybody during the performance was talking about, wait, is she pregnant? Was wondering. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was an accident of the camera work because if you watch the performance, she rubs her belly in the beginning, but the camera panned out too quickly. So we weren't sure. Mm. And a lot of people were like, wait, is she pre-? like I and I was one of the people in the room that was like, she just had a baby, like let her live or whatever. And then other people were like, no, the outfit is clearly there to like highlight it. And I was like, maybe that's to like show that you don't have to snap back or whatever. And they were like, no, and everybody's Googling. And it's like she had the baby in May. And it's like she would have snapped back. I'm like, she doesn't have to. And then it's like (laughs) you're you're like being her defense team. Yeah. But also just like in case like because it didn't we didn't stay long enough on that shot of her rubbing the belly. So it was like, no, I completely agree. Yeah. It, it was so ambiguous. And then she did it again at the end and we were like, Oh, okay. Okay. It's clear. Well, I, I was still not clear. I, I will say to you, Remy, I was mm-hmm. also a pregnancy denier and <laughs> part of me feels ashamed. Yeah. Part of me feels a little stupid, Same. but okay. Hear me out. So like, I was doing the math in my head because she had a baby in May of 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's nine months ago. Yeah. I know from having friends who've had children and my sister has children, you can't like have sex for three months after you give birth. Um, in most cases, at least. And so like she mm. would have had to mark the date on her calendar that she was allowed to have sex again and immediately get to work for her to be this pregnant. So I was yeah. like, clearly she's just <laughs> postpartum. Clearly, you know, she's wearing the open. Let's talk about the outfit also. Yeah. So she was wearing a red spandex underbottom. Like, it looked like a cargo material to me. Yeah. But the thing under was tight. And then you had the breastplate. Oh, okay. over. So Yes. So she had like a red flight suit on. It was unzipped to the lower belly and then it was belted 
And then the top was open and she had like a latex breastplate. Yep. And it was very cool. I loved the outfit, but the silhouette was clearly trying to emphasize <laughs> the fact that she's pregnant. And the way that the jacket was open, it was almost if so clearly. Then why were you a pregnancy denier? Because we feel bad assuming. That's right, why. Right. Like when you look at the outfit in retrospect, it looks like a big red arrow mm-hmm. pointing mm-hmm. right to her baby bump. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I realized, oh, my God, it's so clear that she thought this was so obvious. Yeah. She thought that she was making a very obvious announcement on the biggest stage in the world. Mm-hmm. And yet people, I would argue, rightfully we're like, we don't want to assume that's rude totally. because we know that postpartum bodies all look different. Yeah. And, you know, my sister, a couple months after she gave birth, somebody asked her when her due date was. So I'm very hyper aware. Of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Postpartum yeah. bodies. They sometimes they do still look pregnant. And- I got asked if I was pregnant recently. Not pregnant at all. Not postpartum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, right. people so, like, don't we want, never to want to assume. I don't think the performance was intended for us to like be speculating and and being like, ah, 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 ah. like, I think it was an error of the cameraman. Otherwise, we would have watched this thing and nobody would have been like, oh, my God, she's giving it half ass. Oh, my God, she's giving us nothing or whatever. <laughs> like, um, they would have been like, oh, she's pregnant. But I love that down. she was giving us nothing. Yeah, I did, too. I no. So even before I was sure that she was pregnant, I was like, I love that she's just standing there and marking it. This is another thing that I always love. I always love when they have a solo performer Mm -hmm. and then they put literally a hundred of the most talented dancers Mm -hmm. on the stage and have them dance in circles around the performer. I think it's the funniest thing ever. And I also just love watching the dancers like they really are just so incredible and they look so so uniform. So good. But but yeah, I mean, some people did speculate. I saw I saw Michael Che posted to Instagram almost immediately. He said, that's why they call him ASAP. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny, which is so good because it literally is as soon as possible. Like, like I said, they she would have had to get pregnant on her. But that's what I was saying okay to everybody is I was like, have you not heard of Irish twins? Like, because everyone's like, she can't be pregnant again. She can't. I'm like, that's like literally a thing. That's true. That is a thing. I have a friend who has kids 17 months apart. Mm-hmm. It's totally a thing. Mm-hmm. But I do love that everyone was cautious. You know, like I'm always and- happy to admit in retrospect. Yay, she is pregnant. Okay, like there's nothing wrong with me assuming she wasn't. No, I think you were right to have your hesitations about just saying someone's pregnant. I, I just As never want to assume someone is until they announce it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And um, that was actually a nice thing. Like I, I thought it was really nice how people weren't just jumping to conclusions. But I also kind of think after Beyonce did her pregnancy reveal I by rubbing her stomach, I think yes. people don't want to do a blatant stomach rub like the way that Beyonce did because I think it's kind of played out now like I think like that's oh, Beyonce's thing now like we don't oh, want to do that yeah I was gonna say but do you she think did Beyonce is hold- pieced because she's like you're like biting my thing and just doing it on a larger scale that is true I mean I guess she didn't invent 
a pregnancy announcement. No, but she you know? invented doing it at an award show, like, af- and then like popping it open and being like, ha ha. Yeah, I mean, Beyonce walked so Rihanna could run. Mm. See, Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna. You said Rihanna. Um, let me know. That's what it is. I did say Rihanna. It's more natural for you because you know. Well, no, because now you're in my head. That's why. <laughs> She's she's Caribbean. I think it's Rihanna. Honestly, there could be so many different pronunciations. Um, and we just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's so irrelevant. But um another aspect to it, and like if you follow Rihanna's career, mm. she like she hasn't made an album in seven years. People are pissed about this. She's been she's busy being a mogul okay she's busy being a mogul and also she's having kids and that's what she wants to do and I think that's great yeah also if I were her I would be a little nervous to make another album because I think anti is one of the best most cohesive albums of the last 10 years Hmm. but publicly she has very much like not given a fuck about her weight for a while and um it's actually one of the reasons why I think she's so cool and why, like, I think she's aspirational is, like, she's not trying to maintain the same body she had at age 17, mm. like, when she got famous, mm. you know? And um, even before she had her first baby, she was, like, pretty open about being thicker now. Um, and she even used that experience to market her makeup brands. Uh-huh. And I remember watching a, a Vogue uh get ready with me type video that she did. And she was using all Fenty products. And she was saying that ever since she gained weight, um, she got really good at contouring her face. And that's like what inspired a lot of products in her makeup line. Is that not caring about what you look like with weight though? It's not not caring. It's just like not trying to stay the same size that you were when you got famous, which I think is a trap that a lot of people fall into. Yeah. I I loved her pregnancy style. Like, I feel like there was like two weeks that she came out and she was like, hey, I'm nine months pregnant. And also I'm going to like rock a runway look every single day. And I'm going to go back into a hole. I'm going to have this baby. Oh, yeah. She was like walking over the Brooklyn Bridge wearing like a cape. Yeah, she was. It was stunning. And it made me like, I feel like there are so many things that make you not want to get pregnant like actually caring for a baby or whatever but like the fact that it hurts your boobs or the fact that it just like changes your body stretch marks bigger mm-hmm. bigger nipples darker nipples or whatever like there's so much that I've always been like oh I'd really want a baby but you're gonna have to sacrifice a lot and her style I was like oh wait this makes me want to like put a baby in my stomach right now so I can put a body chain off for it you know <laughs> like hell yes <laughs> I really wonder, like, in the future, God willing, God willing, um, should I get pregnant? Like, what Baruch my pregnancy Hashem. style would be? Mm-hmm. Baruch Hashem. And I don't think it will be like that. But I love a pregnant woman in a bikini, like a string bikini totally. with a belly chain. Totally. Like, I love when people play up that sexiness yeah. of the pregnant body because it is erotic. Yeah. Like, a big, full belly is very erotic. That, okay, so this is I want to jump back to the belly rubbing thing because a lot of people I saw somebody on Twitter like, "Oh, I knew it was over when she rubbed the belly." Like non-pregnant people don't do that. I do. I rub my belly like all the time. Like sometimes like I think I told you about this. I had like a dream that I like rubbed my belly sexily at Ben 
And then like the next day I did it and he was like, oh, nice. Like, I think make <laughs> make oh. rubbing, be- rubbing bellies a thing because then let's normalize rubbing your belly for no fucking. Reason. Yeah. And then people have to like, well, because it's like it's soft and like you're proud of it or, you know, like it's soothing. It's soothing you. It's it's way more appropriate than grabbing your own boobs in public. Like rub your belly. No. And I grab my boobs all the time. All the time. They're like little stress balls yeah, for safety. <laughs> <laughs> for safety yeah. no I kind of just grab them as like a tactile thing mm-hmm. I try not to do it in public yeah but I've always had a really weird thing about my belly and like if somebody touches it I'm kind of like a cat mm. and the claws kind of yeah pew, they um extend and it's very like an automatic response I've always been very self-conscious um and that's like always where I've held a lot of weight and that's been my main gripe with like body positivity is I feel like belly positivity hasn't fully it come hasn't caught into up. fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause you're saying it's like still hourglass people, but bigger, but I think, I think I am seeing some more belly stuff. I told you there's that girl on TikTok I love that loves to let it flop out. Oh yeah. Let it flop, let it flop it out. out. And then see like, it's sexy, like flop it out. Yeah. Miss. yeah. If dudes can flop out, why can't we? And it's cozy. So cozy. Yeah, no, I I don't think it was wild of us to assume that maybe she wore that outfit and maybe she had her belly exposed and like gestured to her belly kind of as a fuck you to the haters rather than a blatant pregnancy announcement. Well, it was also she announced that a guest would be there. And that was the guest. Yes. And I saw that afterwards and I thought that was very cute. It's like my favorite thing. I have two friends that announced their baby as a collab. (laughs) Like uh, like partners. Yeah, like they're two music producers doing a collab, and the baby is the collab. And this I, was I like that. Rihanna featuring Bebe. Somebody else, I can't. I don't remember the source, but somebody else said I thought it might have actually even been Jared Freed. Hmm. It might have been Jared Freed. They said I thought that somebody was going to throw a Super Bowl and it was going to explode into a gender reveal. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. That's pretty much all I have to say about it. All of that being said, congrats to Riri oh, yeah. on a phenomenal performance and on your second pregnancy. That's so exciting. I know you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. And as far as Super Bowl foods, um, I have some closing statements. Um, so okay. there were some, th- I was listening to the radio in the morning before I started my day. And uh, it was saying that the Super Bowl is the second biggest eating holiday in America after Thanksgiving. And in the second biggest eating holiday, the average calories consumed are 4,000 to 11,000, which honestly, I don't even know what that means anymore, but I could totally see it happening. I think Michael Phelps used to eat around that much daily, Um, but it got me excited for the day. Uh, I was like, there's going to be a lot of food. We're going to have a lot of fun. And um, Ben was like, okay, but like, should we have like a good lunch first? Like, because I feel like on big eating holidays, sometimes you're like, I'm going to like save up so I can like really like cram everything in. And he was like, it's part of the culture. Yeah. He was like, let's like have lunch first. Like, let's get like some sushi or like some soup or something like that. And I had like a salmon teriyaki and a soup and like a little salad and some sushi and stuff. And like. Usually I wouldn't have because I'd be like, no, I'm saving up. But like it felt good because I was like, OK, I, I know that I got some omega from this fish. I know that I had some miso to coat my tummy, you know, and then I still had room Absolutely. to shove in 5000 mini hot dogs. Yeah, I think the mindset around these holidays really needs to change. I, I didn't know that statistic about the 4000 to el- was it 4,000 to 11,000? Yeah. That is a very wide range, I will say. For sure. But I think part of that, and I, and it's the same with Thanksgiving, I think the same thing about Thanksgiving, is that people restrict before. Yeah. And I used to always restrict before. I've, I talked about this around Thanksgiving, and then I would go so nuts and eat till I'm sick mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, like at the actual meal. Um, And the same with the Super Bowl. And I actually really regretted on the Sunday episode that I forgot to say, because I wanted to tell everybody a great way to like ease your anxiety about the day Mm -hmm. and to just have a healthier day overall is to eat breakfast and lunch. Oh, well, then you didn't even have to tell me. How exciting. I know, and I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I I think that's so great. And I did the same thing. I had like um, a really good uh, chicken... Uh, vegetable bowl thing for lunch mm-hmm. and my normal breakfast. And and yeah, I mean, I definitely had a tummy ache by the end of the night from eating half a Funfetti cake, but I wasn't, I, I just don't feel like I eat that much more than normal yeah. at these things. And I really think the 4,000 to 11,000 calorie thing and, you know, the the Thanksgiving statistics, I don't even know what it is, but 
I think our fear of the thing is always worse than the actual thing. Mm. And I think if you treat it like a normal day, you will be so much better off, not just because you won't be starving, but because of exactly what you said. You're actually nourishing yourself. Mm. If you save all of your calories, quote, save your calories for the night, um, and you go to a Super Bowl party, it's not the most nutritious foods that are going to be there, which is okay. It's okay to not only eat nutritious food, but it's good to like earlier in the day, oh, maybe I want some vegetables today. Maybe I want to actually, you know, nourish myself and then have some fun foods later. I think that's a way more sustainable way to go about yeah. it. Yeah. And crudite at a Super Bowl party is a vibe. That was a smash for me. It is a vibe. We didn't have that because, I, yeah, I, I couldn't be bothered. But, yeah, I love a crude. Not even with the wings? It's supposed to come with carrots or celery no. or something. Honestly, I'm like, fuck the celery. I know it probably serves a purpose, a but for me, person. I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm glad you had a good Super Bowl. I'm glad that your stomach ache has subsided. No, my stomach ache is still, it's it's raging. And it's, oh, honey, it's okay. Like, I've already, I've had a wonderful smoothie this morning. I had Ooh, yeah. a gorgeous little, <laughs> it's not great, um, McDonald's breakfast sandwich. But like, we're back on track. I'm it. filling myself up. And if anybody else is having a stomach ache, like, it's okay. It doesn't mean like, you ruined your life. Like you had one fun day. You can have today another fun day. But like if your tummy hurts, just drink a little more water. Yeah, it'll go away. Like your body yeah. will take care of that on its own. You don't need to worry about it. I think that that is the number one thing that I've learned in recovery and like since getting into intuitive eating is like my body is actually capable of so much more than I gave it credit for. Mm -hmm. And just to learn that and to learn like, yeah, I don't need to be micromanaging every morsel of food that goes into my body. If I get a stomach ache, guess what? It usually corrects itself. And yeah. if it doesn't, see your doctor. Yeah. It can't, your body can't change that much in one day. Like I no. have to admit, I did do, I'm actually curious if you think this is body checking or this is just me being like, ooh, look at myself. But since I was younger, like I've always just like kind of like flashed myself in the morning to like see like boobs and stomach. And yeah, I don't know. I like felt guilty <laughs> about doing it this morning because I was like, is this me body checking? Like or is it like after well, the Super Bowl? Is it in a positive way? Like I'm feeling myself or is it in a way that's like, oh, let me make sure that my stomach's not distended? I think the flashing one is like in a positive way. And then if I like walk by something and then I'm only putting out stomach or something, mm -hmm. then like that's more negative. I will say I used to do that every single morning and it's a habit that mm -hmm. I haven't fully broken. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I can admit to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to like literally the first thing I would do when I opened my eyes would be grab my stomach. And like I said, I yeah. have a really, you know, my stomach yeah. is like the thing that I'm probably the most insecure about. Um, and it's a hard habit to break. I don't think like anybody should beat themselves up for doing it. Just like be aware mm -hmm. that it's not always the most positive thing because if it influences the way that you treat yourself throughout the day, it can be bad. No, I have fed myself today, so it's good. Like, yeah. Well, very proud. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I also think like it can be fun just to like flash yourself in the mirror sometimes. and Like kind of you're feeling yourself, you know? So, yeah. 
Good. Okay. It's I'm up glad. to everyone. But either way, don't don't judge yourself for doing it. Just like right. be aware of it. Totally. That's it for today's bonus episode, guys. Hell yeah. Send your questions to DST at Betches.com and follow us. We're at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. I'm at Lubination on Instagram. Remy, where can they follow you? You can follow me at Remy Casimir. And we are always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.